Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you tuned in. I'm so happy we get to hang out for a while. This is Lisa on Fuck Your Life podcast. And today the topic is unfuck the bullshit rules. That's right. I said unfuck the bullshit rules. You know me. I like to swear. I like to cuss because you know what? I learned a nursery rhyme a long, 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 long time ago when I was but a little girl, and it started out sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls were ma- are made of. And I took that as a rule. I took it as a testimonial. And at first it's like, yeah, we're good. Boys are bad. Nah, 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 nah. And really what that was is it was it, be, it became an outline for that, all those years of programming, that first seven years of programming. First seven years of your life is all about programming. And, and you may as well say it's all about brainwashing because you're just this open channel to all of the information coming at you. And Good, bad, right, wrong, and different doesn't matter. There's a lot of fucking information and there's a lot of fucking rules that are listed in a bunch of things and some of them are known and some of them are unknown. And so the sugar and spice and everything nice was known and yet it wasn't one of those underlying things. You're a little girl. You're supposed to behave this way. I can remember in high school when one of the uh, girls who was on every single sports team there were, the woman behind the in the serving in the cafeteria, the woman serving was giving all the boys two enchiladas and giving the girls only one. And she goes, I'm really hungry today. She's not overweight or anything like that. She's very athletic. She's very, she's working out all the time. And she said to the lunch lady, I'm very hungry. I see you're giving the boys two enchiladas. I would like two enchiladas too. And the woman behind the counter said to her, aren't you watching your figure? And I'm like, Whoa, where the heck did that come from, right? It's just, there's just all of these rules that we'll do this for the boys, we'll do this for the girls. And not every girl and not every boy got those kinds of information. Sometimes it's reversed, it's different, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you got a lot of bullshit information that are called rules that aren't rules, it's just a bunch of bullshit information. That's it. I was watching that documentary a couple of days ago on Warren Buffett. It's called Becoming Warren Buffett. And if you haven't seen it and you have access to it, I saw it on the HBO Max app. And if you haven't seen it, check it out because it's really cool. It it's, it's more than cool. I guess I know cool was a, a cool word but way back when. And so I still use words like awesome and fabulous and cool. And uh, I say cool beans a lot too. But anyway, I digress. Back to the Warren Buffett. So he's very, he's sharing a lot of really cool information and he doesn't really, there isn't any topic necessarily that's off limits. You get to see the all of it. You know what, it, what I mean? He's not just some mag this you know guy up on a in an ivory tower who who makes all the greatest things yes he is that man who does this and he's a very real guy too and his genius is beyond compare we know what he does what he's been able to do with money he found that generosity within him and he gave so much money to various different charities and foundations i think a lot of them had to do with bill gates regardless of what you feel about anything this is just some information. It's just data. That's it. And he said something that was very interesting. And what he said was his sisters were every bit as smart as he was. I want you to hear that again. His sisters 
were every bit as smart as he was. The difference was is that it was more than an expectation for him. It was a door opening that basically his path was limitless. He could go wherever he wanted, choose whatever he wanted. He had the best of everything not only laid before him, he knew that could be his his purpose, passion. He knew to go for it. And what had happened is, I'm telling the story exactly as he said it, but I believe his father was elected to, became in public office. They moved to Washington, D.C. He was really pissed off about leaving his friends and all that kind of stuff. And he started getting into a lot of trouble. He started really screwing off. And I can't remember what the cataclysmic event was that when his father got called. And instead of being berated by his father and angered by it, his father simply looked at him and said, you are capable of so much more than this. And it wasn't said from a place of you really fucked up, you better straighten out or up or else. It was you are capable of so much more than this. I see you. I know who you are. I recognize your brilliance. Let's be honest. How many of you received that message? My hand's not up right now. It's not a message that I received to the best of my ability. That was the message I tried to give to my children. I'm not even 100% sure how much of that they received. Because it's not your parents aren't the only ones doing the programming and kids. It's the entire world around us. And so just imagine that the world is your oyster. Even if you don't like oysters, who the fuck cares? doesn't matter. But the world is open for anything, and that's the message that you receive, and that's the way you start playing the game. And then bullshit rules, they no longer apply. Every scientist has challenged rules, challenged facts. Are these really facts? Is this just a belief? What is this? They ask questions. They don't sit there and go, no, I don't agree with you, fact. You're too fat or you're too this or you're too that. We don't agree with any of that. They just said, no, I'm just going to challenge it because everything is just data. So imagine that our feelings didn't get hurt, that we didn't feel lower than pond scum or anything else, that everything was data. And not data from the aspect that we're just a programming machine. We don't have feelings or empathy or compassion or love or any of that kind of stuff. What if the attachment to what the outcome needs to be, what the experience needs to be, what the emotion needs to be, what if there is that in that unattachment, there is that connection, that there is that full experience as opposed to the half-ass partial experiences that have been so freaking diluted down that don't mean shit. They don't mean squat. Does that make sense? That... There's something so very different, not just available as a definition. It's, ah, did you know that Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart has a sister? Has anybody ever heard of her? Has anybody ever heard her music? And imagine that you heard, you are capable of so much more than this. You are capable of anything. I see your brilliance, your magnificence. I see the joy that is you, the potency that is you. And I am so excited to be sharing this part of your life journey with you. And I love seeing what you unfold in a daily basis and what you ignite 
in yourself, in others, in the world at large, seeing your creative energy, your art, your dance, your voice, your math, and not programming you for one specific thing. You are going to be the best dancer ever. You're going to be the best skater ever and force you into a particular role, seeing that everything is here. Everything is for you to play. What do you choose to do? And then, okay, that doesn't work anymore. What would you like to choose now? Can you imagine that each one of us not only received that message, that's the message that we have for each other. I see the brilliance of you. I see the magnificence of you. There are no fucking bullshit rules. Because sometimes it feels like we could, we feel limited because of how much education that we haven't received or that we had received. I remember a real eye-opener when I had a client in her 60s who had three PhDs. And she was still trying to prove to her father how smart she was. There are no fucking bullshit rules. Yes, intellectually, we know you got to be pretty goddamn smart to, to acquire three PhDs, one PhD, any advanced degrees, whatever it is. You also get to be pretty freaking smart to be able to just know how to fix cars or just know how to style hair or just know how to play with money. And you know what? Taking care of children encouraging them, nourishing them, those beautiful brains, playing music, whatever it is, being the best mother freaking waitress in the world because you know what? Not everybody can do it. Come on. You've been to a restaurant before when you've had really good service. And they're like, what is the word? Savant. They're like a savant with that. Dave Dees, he's one of the big players. Dan Kennedy stuff, GKIC. I don't know what the name of it is now. I haven't been in a while. And he always said that everybody has their idiot savant. There's something that you're so good at, so brilliant at, that it's almost stupid because you shine so much in something. And sometimes there's a lot more than some somethings. There's a lot. And finding that, discovering that, uncovering that, letting that loose, unleashing that, not just for yourself, for everyone around you, because your education does not determine how much money you make. I can't tell you how many conferences I've been to where they say their education, their um, advanced degrees made them this much and their entrepreneurial path made them this much. Simon Cowell went on, and you guys, if you've ever seen Americans Got American Idol, any of the Got Talents, and I've never seen the actual TV shows. However, I watch them on YouTube because I think the little clip, it's they're fun. And they're inspiring and motivated to me when I see those people that are really honing their craft and they're so passionate and so funny and so engaged about it. And he even said that but he doesn't even want his son to go to, once he's 16 and takes his A-levels or whatever it is that they do, that he wants to set him off on his path of what are you creating out there in the world? Are you following this path? Are you doing this? And even that is a projection on someone. The world is your oyster. You are capable. You get to do whatever there is in you because I see that within you. There aren't those rules. Any of those rules, swipe left, swipe right, whatever the new fat lingo is. Yes, I know. I'm a little out of date on a lot of things. I was actually sassed by a credit card machine last week because I have a new credit card and it uh, apparently is one of the ones that you just tap and uh, it pays automatically. And I was like, oh, even my credit card told me to get with it, Lisa. So anyway, there's the bullshit rules. You come across them. It's, you know what? That's really interesting. I'm not interested in playing in that sandbox anymore. I'm just not interesting. We don't have to make it wrong or any of that. And I know that there's this, we just like love to make something wrong in order to really be be right, we got to really make something wrong. And what if there's just that, you know what, this is just 
not my monkey, not my circus, just not going there. And uh, that takes practice. It takes practice. It does. It's like driving a car in the very beginning out of the things that are just so automatic, easy to do. In the beginning, we're really tense, whether you were driving a car, whether you were learning the alphabet. That's why so many games were made of it. So little kids could keep practicing and encouraged. Can you imagine telling a baby, what are you, stupid? You can't walk yet? Come on now. Come on now. A friend of mine told me one time when he took his son to uh, T-ball, very first time day of T-ball, tryouts, practice, whatever it is. Come on, everybody makes a team in D-ball. God, I really hope so anyway. And there was a sign there that said, no college scholarships are handed out today. And there's so many times that we think that we don't even have to do it. We have to show up and be the best. And we have to be the best every single time. Anything less is not acceptable. And then we put all that pressure on ourselves, on our children, on life in general, but most especially on ourselves. And we can be pretty harsh critics. And those are just fucking bullshit rules. That's all that they are that you learned and you can unlearn them even more easily because they're not true. They never were true. They never will be true. What is true is the potency, the uniqueness, the singingness, the dancingness, the playfulness, the you-ness, your uniqueness, whatever your geekness, uniqueness is. You know what I mean? That special thing that put those eyes and that hair and that nose and that smile and those hands and those clothes and that personality, all that kind of stuff. Some people like to wear beige, some like to wear white, some like to wear all different colors under the sun. Some of us are artistic, some of us are that. And you know what? Some of our greatest gifts that we embrace now, we might not have thought we ever had any talent with when we were younger. You know what I mean? I never thought I was an artist when I was in skit. That was the only class I ever received a D in. Until I got to high school, and then I received my second D in computer programming, and I spent many years as a very successful computer programmer. (laughs) I embraced it and really had fun with it. And yeah, this is what I want to do right now. And it never has to be for the rest of your freaking life. That's another bullshit rule, too. What are you interested in right now in this 10 seconds? What are you interested in? What lights you up? What sparks your imagination, your creativity? Where would you like to play? What sounds like a really bad idea? Yeah. Conversations that start like that are loaded with juiciness. They're loaded with generativeness and they're loaded. They're so expansive and they're the, what might you do? I don't know. Where is your flow? It was a book I wrote, I read, not wrote, read a very long time ago, and I absolutely cannot pronounce the guy's name. So just look up flow. You're going to find it. I think his first name is Mikhail. I cannot pronounce the last name. And it's finding that space, finding that place for this 10 seconds. What lights you up? What drives your fire Sparks your imagination. Let's you spread your very own form of sparkle across the universe. That sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Yes, that sounds like a lot of freaking fun. 
Yes. So, hey, I got some free classes coming up. I'd really love to interact with you guys. I love it when you drop me a line. Let me know how you're doing, what you want to hear more information about. I absolutely love that. So, hey, subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate that. Find me on Facebook. It's Lisa Grundon, your second act. It's Lisa Grundon. The Unfuck Your Life didn't come across very well on there. It comes across here quite well because I made sure that I got a rating on podcasting that allowed it. And so you sparkle on, brilliant beans. You sparkle on. In this 10 seconds, what are you going to do? Till next time, this is Lisa. See ya. Bye-bye. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com, L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.